Welcome, everybody, back to uh, another edition of uh, Unscripted Blessings on the Everything Unscripted Podcast. Uh, this week, we'll be doing AEW's Double or Nothing review and um, talk about MJF's uh, pipe bomb from last night on Dynamite. And my co-host tonight is Clintus. Uh, How are you, Clintus? I'm good. Before we get started, um, uh, I'll do the plugs. Listen to uh, listen to us every Friday night at 6:30 p.m. Eastern Time on ever on the Everything Unscripted podcast. Um, uh, Mr. Do- I mean, not Mr. Uh, Talk Radio and our podcast, Everything Unscripted podcast. This week we're not doing the show tomorrow. With uh, the um, Daniel and Doug will be busy. They'll be um, paintballing, so they'll be coming back home from that. They don't know. They'll be doing. They'll, they'll be they'll be, be doing, busy doing that. Um, but we'll be back next week. Not quite sure what we're doing as yet. But I'll ask my uh, colleague uh, Doug. <laughs> um, Saturday, uh, listen to Doug and Daniel for the unscripted unlimited show. I think this week they'll be doing. Something about on uh, the show Mash, I think, I believe. And then Sunday, you listen to Mindy and Daniel for the um, Stat Pass. And then uh, Monday, you listen to Daniel and Bobby for the Web Cave. I'm not sure what they're doing this week, but listen to them every Monday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And Sunday, Either eleven, one or three, and then of course that's at every Friday night at thirty p.m. Uh, listen to our uh, good friends at um, the Wrestling Outlet every Wednesday night at at ten fifteen Eastern Time after AEW Dynamite, and listen to them for a Hollywood Hangout uh, every Saturday night at about nine thirty p.m. Eastern Time. So. <laughs> Let's get started. Uh, did you watch the uh, um the the uh, pre-show match? Uh, yeah, I watched the pre-show match. Uh, I didn't catch it. How? What do you think? What do you think of it? It was good for what it was. It was I. Uh, I'm not in the whole into this whole Hulk housing is. I know my best friend is. He calls them the next tag team champions. I think Hulk. I think should focus more being like a single competitor and trying to be in a tag team right now. Yeah. I mean, are they over with the crowd? Yeah, I mean they're over. But I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. Yeah, I'm not feeling it either. Um, would you give this uh, match any kind of rating? Uh, I'll give it a three and a half. Okay, fair enough. I mean, it was only a five-minute match, so it was yeah. basically just to get uh, those two over. So it did its job. So, 
let's talk about the uh, opening match, and we'll be talking about MJF more after after we review this. But MJF versus uh, Warlow. Um, if MJF won, Warlow would permanently be banned from signing from AEW, and if Warlow won, he would be signed to AEW. I'm assuming this match changed after all the events happened on Saturday, which uh, we we don't know if it was a work or a shoot because after what happened last night, we we don't know. But I'm assuming it kind of changed because this was a squash match. He did not not Um, show the event. He did not show the event. All that is yes, true. He did no show the event. Yeah, but we we don't know if it was planned by him and TK because what happened last night. But get more into that. But this match was a squash match. It was a match to get uh, Warner over, and he did. He power bombed him ten times. So the match would it was what it was. Um, what do you think of it? Were you surprised that it was such a squash match that, as it was? I'm not really surprised that it was such a squash match as it was because I was kind of expecting it to be a squash match. I figured leading up to it, how if you look at all the MJ ma- MJF matches beforehand, how he made what he made John Mosley get go through to get a match with him, the what he went, what he did with CM Punk, what he did with Chris Jericho, all getting matches and rematches with him, these labor laws, and then you try to do the same thing with Lil Warlow, and how Warlow just totally overpowered and blew through these challenges like there was nothing. I mean, yep. yeah, the, the ten lashes that that, that was like. The man's already handcuffed, so you know it was going to be there. But then you get Sean Spears into a steel cage. Well, I know MGF's the best referee, but at the same time, you know he's going to overcome that and what she did. Exactly. So now you got into this um, one-on-one match right now, and you just know that I think and MJF is, is, is right. He, he's, I don't like him, but he's the perfect heel character to go against. And one of, exactly. he's one of the best heels, I think, in the in wrestling today right now. Oh, yeah. Not even That's why. Um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Not just in AEW, but I think in WWE, too. And these rumors coming about how he wants to go and Today, I figured this thing out probably a mistake. It will be a mistake. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the money will be there, but your your talents will be down the toilet and less than a month. Don't do it. <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah, we'll get more into that um, when we talk about the promo. Um, now, do, do you think it was going to be a squash match regardless of what happened on Saturday? Yes, I did. Okay. I figured, so I figured that he, he MJF might get like one or two good shots in 
But to me, I was expecting more like the John Cena versus Brock Lesnar from uh, 2014. 20, no. 2014. 2014, SummerSlam, right? 2014. The SummerSlam, yeah. 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 I mean, I was a bit surprised. I thought it was more going to be more of a match. And the, and the placement of the match, I, I didn't think it would be opening match. But I think that changed after Saturday. But I would give the match a five out of ten because it it did job it put Warner over, which I think he's gonna be a massive star in AEW if they book him right. So, what do you think, um, rating wise? Well, rating wise, I love the match. Well, yeah. you're going out of ten. I'm definitely gonna give it an eight. I figured the match gave us very gave every fan what who who did his job. Like people who hated MJF, which I know a lot of people do, we we saw that man finally get his just desserts. Yeah. I think I'll I'll change to a seven out of ten. I I think it was better than the an average match because it did the storyline storyline wise it did its job and it put one low over. Yeah, I give it a seven out of ten. It was a good solid opener, opening match to get crowd over, and boy, they were, they were against MJF. <laughs> uh, oh, what's the second match? Hardys and and uh, the Hardys versus Young Bucks. Um, I'll let you start. Well, this is like a match. I think ten years too ten ten years too late. I should say. If you look at it, the build up was how that these last teams face each other was back in Ring of Honor. They only faced each other yeah. twice, which they hit, which was a split decision between the two teams. Both teams holding on one piece. Uh, and, and the, to me, I think the match was really like sloppy in a way because I think the young must carried that match a lot than what it the Hardys put out, especially with uh, I'm not sure the whole Jeff thing. It's, to me, Jeff wasn't even like mentally there throughout most of the ma- match, in my opinion. Yeah, he, he didn't look like himself. From what I gather and saw, it didn't live up to the hype of what it, we expected. Um, I thought, as you said, the young buck carried the match. Jeff looked sloppy. Matt looked okay. He tried more than Jeff. I think Jeff. I think Jeff was hurt, but is there more to it? I, I'm not going to speculate, but. There's always that speculation. I I just hope not, but you never know, Jeff. But I, I didn't think it lived up to expectations. I thought it was a sloppy match. It went too, it went too long. It went like five minutes too long, I think, because it went 19 minutes. I think it went five minutes too long, maybe five to eight minutes too long, especially if Jeff wasn't all the way there. They probably should have shortened the match. With that said, 
I give it a five out of ten, and that's probably being nice. Yeah, that's about what I'll give it to. Yeah, it didn't live up to the hype, but I thought this. I thought the athlete. I thought they should have built this match uh, a couple weeks more when when they did. I thought it was kind of a short build, not enough time. They didn't give it enough time for a proper build. It, it just felt like they threw it together out of nowhere. Do you feel that way too? No. I think. Well, I yeah, thought I it was really matter, but a lot of these matches that happened were a lot of last minute, and that was the conjunction to the end. Game seven in the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. So I'll give it a five out of ten. It, it, it wasn't the best match of the three, obviously. I thought the best match of three was probably the ladder match they had in the ROA a couple years ago. Five, six years ago. <laughs> but, yeah. I'll give it a five out of ten. It was what it was. Um, the TBS championship, Jay Cardo versus Anna Jay. Um, this match didn't wasn't that great either. I thought this match, this was one of the matches that shouldn't have been on the card. Um, they could have cut this, they could have cut this down to ten matches, in my opinion. But uh, Jay Cardo won. And then seven minutes and 25 seconds to retain the championship. She's 32 and 0. But I think the big story after was after the match, um, the debut of Amber Moon. Um, she's going by what she's going by. What's her name now? Athena. Okay. So what do you think of this match? Do you, do you agree it shouldn't have been on the card? Or at least on the pre-show. Oh, to me, I think with the volume is so long. But no, I think it would. But I would have put it on a buy-in. And I think if it wasn't yeah. for, like I said before, he's the conference finals. One of the, we would have had like two or three, or three matches on um the buy-in, but then just that one. Yeah. Exactly. Now, what are your thoughts on uh, Jay Cardo? Are you a fan of her, or are you mixed? I enjoy her work in the ring. She, she's playing a little, this villainous role, undefeated, in the women's division, and only the TVS champion. It makes me wonder about whoever beats her, which I still think it will, might be Athena. Do whatever that you know she can go in the ring. She'll probably go after the world championship. Yeah, because right? I'm I'm not feeling. I mean, I like under. I mean, I know more, but I would like her to go to the world title. But yeah, one thing I I'm not the like biggest her. fan of her, but I don't hate her like a lot of people do. Um, a lot of people don't like her. For some reason, they don't think she's good in the ring, or but she needs a good promo. She, she can talk. 
she's a good heel. Um, she, I think she can get better, and, and she's only going to get better. In the ring, she'll probably get better. I think she can be a top heel in the, in the women's division alongside uh, Britt Baker. But at some point, she's going to go after the world title and probably going to be against probably somebody like um, Thunder Rosa or uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she's the one that takes us to Thunder Rosa after she drops the belt. That's when she drops the TBS title to uh, Emma Moon or um, Chris Stantner. But it's probably going to be Emma. Um, I, I give this match a, a 4 out of 10. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. But it was just below average to me. So I give it a 4 out of 10. Oh, I want to give it like a 6. What do you think of Anna Jay? Do you, do you think she's okay? I mean, like, is she good? Yeah. Uh, and, 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 here's I like and here's what I like about and here's what I like about the AEW. I, I won't break this down into this. This is something that they should have done with their women's division as well, but yet they want to do these, this stupid thing with the off-brand difference. I have only have six superstars go there, half of the other one raw. I'm like, they need their own mid-card women's title. I don't think this tag team, yep. these women's tag team titles in WWE, it's, it, it was, it's a good idea if you would have a lot of women's tag team instead of just throwing everybody together. Just so you can say, oh, we have a second, a third um, title. Make it a women's mid-card title. They don't need two main cards. Yeah, women's IP another title. Main card, another main card title for a tag division and then throw women together one minute and then break them up the next. Yeah, you don't need two world titles. Um, and for uh, women, they have a women's world title and then a women's secondary title like IC like uh, AEW doing. So yeah, I agree with that. <clears throat> it, it should be a title that to put um, a young star over. That's that's what I think. Um, next match was the six man tag, the House of Black versus um, the Death Triangle. Um, I thought this was a fantastic match. Um, one of my favorite matches on the card. All six guys are great in the ring. I thought this I thought the story time was great, especially with um with um what's her name? Uh turning uh, joining House of Black. That was fantastic. So yeah, I love I love this match. It was great. What do you think? Um, all these guys work well in the ring. You know, it's kind of a story. But I did enjoy the match. And we, we finally got the payoff of, um, what's her name, uh, joining them. It was a long time coming, but we finally got that payoff. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I give this match a nine out of ten. I thought it was that. I thought it was probably one of the best matches in the card. First of uh, the uh, Owen Hart uh, final, uh, Adam Cole versus uh, Samoa Joe. I thought this was a good match too. Um, we all know both guys can go in the ring. Um, I, I thought they could have used more time. Like I thought, as I said before earlier, I thought the tag team match. Hardy Boys, I thought that should have been cut from the cut, and then you should have added more time for Joe and uh, Adam Cole. For, especially for a final, men's final, in the tournament, I, I thought these two should have gotten a little longer. Do you think the um, right guy won? I mean, it was pretty obvious to give away because of what he was wearing, but I, I thought I thought some other joke could have Maybe he should have won, but just to five people. I didn't mind Adam Cole winning because he's one of my favorites, but yeah. Oh, uh, to me, I was looking for some old Joe. Yeah. I didn't think he. I guess Adam Cole was the right guy to end this end his streak. I mean, it was a small streak, but. Do you think Jay Lethal would uh would have interfered or should he interfere and maybe cost Joe? That way yeah, it wouldn't have been a clean win. Good match for what it was for what the time they were given. So I, I give it a seven out of ten. That's about right. You give it a seven out of ten too. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Now this the women's one women's final for the Owen Hart Foundation tournament. That's a Rip Baker versus Ruby Soho. Um. Rip Baker won obviously. They went at the power cup with the win. Um, it's pretty obvious too because she was wearing the same tights. But as much as I'm a big Britt Baker fan, I think Ruby Soho should have won because she hasn't had a big win in AEW since she debuted in AEW last time. Um, what do you think? I understand why they did it, but maybe they should have gone with Ruby Soho. I don't care about this whole power couple mess. No. Yeah. Rick Breaker never won that match. Even watch her run a promo. It was all about Ruby Soro revenging revenge for her loss with a title match against Rick Breaker once she won once she won the Joker. Black. Yep. So it's all built up um, Oh yeah, especially it's all built. Oh, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, the build to it seemed like um, Ruby Soho was going to win, especially the entrance she had. And she came out second, too. So 
I agree. I think Ruby Hill should play. And I'm a big Rip Baker guy. And so, as much as I love her winning, I think Ruby Soho should have won. Somebody brought up brought this up on another podcast I listened to weekly. Um, I don't know if you would agree with it. Rip Baker's kind of becoming a starting flare of AEW. I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way.
Maybe for Dynamite, maybe a Rampage. But you're just throwing it on yeah. there because you it's need him. extra. You know, you're buying time. That's basically what it was. Exactly. I'll give this match probably a 3 out of 10. Yeah. I'm going to give it a 4. Another match that probably shouldn't have been on the card, which was just put together. Power Ryder versus Darby Allen. I mean, I'm a fan of both guys. But this match was just put together for just put there's no there was no story to this. Um it was just put together. It should have been this is like a main event on uh, Dynamite or Rampage. So this is another match that shouldn't have been on the card. Or at least on the pre show or um the buy in. I, I for what it was, I thought it was okay. Um, it wasn't the best match, but it wasn't awful. So I, I'd give it a 5 out of 10. Or maybe 6 out of 10. Uh, I'll give it a 5 out of 10. Like I said. I thought it was better than Britt Baker and, uh, and uh, Ruby. So that's why I'd give it a 6. Um, Thunder Rosa versus Serena D for the... For the AEW Women's World Heavyweight World Championship, um, we all know these two can go in the ring. Um, Serena D is a great wrestler, so is Thunder Rosa. I thought this match lived up to the lived up to the hype, lived up to the expectations. I thought they could have used more time. <clears throat> I, I want to see a rematch between these two. If they, if they, I think they can go. Storytelling was great. Um, another favorite match of mine on the card. So I give this one probably eight out of ten, or eight and a half out of ten. I need to this match. I I was kind of losing interest at this time because this is like doing a long, long part of it. This pay per view was too long. But I knew it was yeah. going to be too long. And by the time this match started, I was losing interest and, and, and to the point that I was like, uh, okay. It was a good match, but I wanted to get, it was more like, I'm ready for the main event yeah, type the, of feel. Exactly. By the time that match. You know, I, no, I get it. Like, <laughs> it's better when you rewatch it, I guess, because then you can uh, focus it. But you knowing how long it, it is, it means you're watching it. That's the problem. <laughs> um, what's in that? Yeah, so I, I gave it an 8 out of 10 because it was still a good match. Yeah, it was. What uh, do you? I will give it like a 5 out of, five out of 10. Uh, the next match, another long match, the um, Anarchy in the arena match. I thought this was well put together. Uh, maybe this should have been so late in the card. Maybe this should have been earlier in the card where the crowd's not dead. Not dead, but 
on basically trying to get to the main event. Um, I liked the match, especially on the rewatch when I rewatched it. Um, I thought the story time was great. I thought everything was great about this match. I loved it. Probably my favorite match on the car because it had everything. And obviously it's leading up to uh, blood and guts, as we know from yesterday. So I think the right team won because of because it's leading up to blood and guts. I give this match a 10 out of 10. I thought it was so well put together. Yeah. Oh, so, here, here, so here's the funny part about this match. This match happened, start, they started coming out during one minute left in the Easter Conference Finals. <laughs> it, was one, it was one minute left. It was like, it was under a minute. And you, you know how basketball teams are. So while the, they were playing Mosley's music the whole time, is telling people that the game was ending. When Jimmy Butler had, had a shot for Wild Week 3 and missed it, and Miami was forced to foul, and Jason Tatum hit those clutch free throws, that's when Jericho pulled the uh, Jericho pulled the um, mic off of Mossy's music to end, meaning the game was over. <laughs> <laughs> they timed it perfectly. <laughs> The game was over. It was like the 17 seconds, he hit both free throws, and then they cut the music off. They put him up by four. <laughs> I was wondering why the, why the music was still going. But I didn't realize the reason why this yeah, uh, was long. And, and then and it was like, it was just so happens. When he pulled it, like, that's when, when he missed that three and they hit those free throws, the game was over. I think that was like the undercover, sneakiest thing I ever seen in my life. <laughs> Somebody must have been watching their game at the same I was time. They, both, oh so yeah, we like, had it. Huh? No, uh, somebody, uh, somebody in the back was probably watching the game, and then they knew when to cut it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of the match? Um, otherwise. The match was great. I mean, I loved it. But my favorite, I, I, I think Anarchy outshines uh, Stadium Stampede. Oh, yeah. For sure. I think Stadium Stampede was like a, it was based for COVID reasons, which I understand. And we're always in Jackson, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'm sorry, but um, yeah, but for this, I think Anarchy and Arena should like overtake the stadium stampede. Now you got your fans back and everything like that. Well, I think it will be. But I think stadium stampede was more more of a Jacksonville thing. Which you notice. It was always in Jacksonville. I mean, because of the well, pandemic, too. Two but. years ago, it was in the pandemic. And I think that's one reason why they had Stadium Stampede was yep. because of the and pandemic. That. But now it's over. Yep. And, then, yeah, this 
This was a fantastic match. Um, I give it a ten out of ten, as I said. What do you give it? What do you yep. give it? I'll give it. No, I want. I want to give it a nine out of ten, just because I, I, I was not a big fan of the whole ending part. Oh, because of um, Brian uh, passing out. Well, not Ryan passing out. It was more like the King- Kingston getting uh wanting to burn Jericho, so he bring the gasoline out, and then it was causing them to start fighting, fighting in the rain. That really just—if it wasn't for that breakdown right there—I don't think Jericho, the Appreciation Society, would have won that match. Do you think the right team won? No, I don't think the right team won, but at the same time, I'm hoping that they're not going to sit there and say, okay, we're going to use this and have Jericho lose another blood and guts as well. Yeah, that's right. He he did lose the first one. So we going two. Um, we'll see. I mean, I think blood and guts is going to be fun. It's going to be great. It's, it's the Wednesday after um, Forbidden Door. So it's going to be um, a great Wednesday, a great um, show after Forbidden Door where they can have that advertised so they can get ratings even more. So, yeah. I, this was my favorite match in the cards, though. Um, I thought it was great. And finally, so I got the tag team match. Attacking world tag team title match between uh, Jurassic Express, Snuggle Boy, and Lucas Lucas with Christian Cage in their corner versus Keith Lee and um, Swift, Lemon Strickland, and Team Taz, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Ricky Starks. I thought this was a uh, good good tag team match, um, good triple threat tag team match. Um, I, I thought this was another match that should have should have been probably earlier, but I understand why they put these three matches back 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 because of the NBA because NBA uh, Eastern Conference champ, uh, Game Seven. So otherwise, I thought it was a good match. Um, I was surprised that um, Jurassic Park won. I thought I thought Keith Lee and Stern uh, was going to win, but I'm not, I'm happy they won. I'll give it a 7 out of 10. Yeah. So, I want to say this is like one of the best tag team matches I've seen in a while in AEW. That, that, I'm not going to put it in. I, I think it's going to be, I want to rank it probably second best next to the Young Vox versus um, Steel, Steel Cage match with Reef Phoenix and um, and Lucha Bros. Yeah, Lucha Bros. That that this match yeah. was all over the place. The only thing I do disagree with, I do believe Keith Lee and Sir Swatswat should have won those tag team titles. I don't. I, I, I agree with one hundred percent with that. I think the heel turn coming with Christian Cage going against Jurassic Express, I think this would have been perfect for that reason right there. Let them drop the titles because 
if you watch the jungles and only time they really get big wins now is when their titles are on the line. If they're not on yeah. the line, they're really making that team like one of the weakest out there. And it's not right as you're attacking Tamians. Yeah, like last night. They lost. Yes. And you could see it where uh, Christian Cage was taking the uh, um, younger boy away from Matt Hardy after they were trying to shake hands, and he just took him out of the ring right away. There was a little interaction between Matt Hardy and Christian Cage, which was funny. But um, the heel turns coming, and uh, I'm here for it. We need, we need to heal Christian Cage. Um, what uh, rating would you give it? I want to give it a 9 out of 10. That's a good rating. Now, in the main event, I'll let you start with this one. Wow. Well, with this, this was everywhere. I mean, tension was by, by, oh, boiling up. We we all know that I think Golina is just two of the faces. You have the champ, the former champ, and Hangman Page who fought together. And people, before I go, I want to ask you this: How would you describe Hangman's title ring? Would you say it's a set? I'm a bit. Or yeah, mediocre, what? or. Nah, he should have never like gotten the title from Kenny or what? I thought it was good. I thought I'm um, I'm in a minority in that. I mean, I'm a big Handman fa- fan. He's my favorite wrestler in AEW right now. I thought it was, I, I loved his matches. I thought he defended his matches were probably the best on card when he defended it, especially the ones against Brian and Cole. And then the um. Even the Texas Death Match, the two de- Texas Death Matches were fairly decent. And then, and then the uh, match he had two weeks ago, um, I forget his name, but that was pretty good. So, if I had to give it a rating or say, I'd say it was good. What do you think? All right, because uh, I'm, uh, I have missed feelings. I figured that. The quality of opponents that he was facing didn't really fit for wasn't fit for the title arena. So you you get Brian Danielson fresh out of uh, coming in from that, and he he gets a title match. We all know they wasn't going to get the title of Brian Danielson. Yep, and then you had. Adam Cole. Well, we all know Adam Cole needed like two losses on his record too. Come the Hangman for the title. Basically, these the, the masters, the opponents that he had to face for these titles was basically all no brainers. Even CM Punk, I will say too, because I was I didn't really figure that they was. It was his time to be a champion right now. I mean, I'm glad he is champ, but I understand it's like, hey, man, would have won. Yeah. 
I I personally saw him into the one, and they should have continued the story with um, CM Punk chasing the title and have him win it all out in Chicago. If it is in Chicago, which I think it will be in Chicago. No, they're not. They're not in. Uh, it's not in Chicago because they're in Chicago for Forbidden Door. Okay, I I I've heard they were they are going to be in Chicago, but I don't think this can. Be, I don't think anything's been confirmed yet. I've heard Toronto too, so. But I still think he should have waited until all out where he debuted one year ago and continued the storyline where he chased the title. But I understand why they did it because it's leading up to the storyline with MJF now. So it it kind of comes around where I understand where why they did it now. At first, I didn't think CM Punk should have won. But now, after last night, I understand. Does that make sense? So you really think you're going to try to recreate a storyline of 11 years ago in the making? Oh, MJF probably trying to walk out. Knowing clearly the man said his contract ends in two years. It's not like he's walking out with the with that title. No. And we'll get more. Um, I'll actually say it now. I think MJF is going to take it from CM Punk. Not at, not at all out, but I think he's going to take it at Austin um, at, at Stadium in uh, New York in September. Um, but I think they want MJF to win in New York, and I think he should win in New York. I don't think Punk should hold the title for that long. I think he should just hold it for the summer and drop it to MJF in September. I don't know if you agree with that, but what do you think? Uh-huh. Oh, I'm not going to throw MJF into a title picture unless I know exactly what they what they plan on doing after this whole thing. I mean, if it is work then, yeah, he should probably have it in September and win it in, in his home state. But we don't know what's going to happen week to week with MJF. Because he's such a uh, kayfabe that you don't, you don't know when he's being real and when he's just being uh, a character. That's how good he is. So we'll see. Uh, it, it looks like it's leading up to another match between the two, which I think all out. I think CM Punk gets a win back, and then they have their third encounter at Arsenal F Stadium. That's why I think it's probably going to happen. We'll see what happens. But as far as the match, what did you think of the match? The match was good. I mean, it has sloppy moments, but the whole thing was, is Hangman going to turn? Is he really going to turn? Second guesser, it was, it was lingering throughout everything, everybody's mind. So someone, because we, everybody thought that someone had to be, like, turn heel, and then we'll, we saw him with the championship belt, thinking about and second guessing, he's going to hit him with the 
championship belt or trying for the buckshot lariat, we don't know. Yeah. You think he should have turned heel? You should. You think he should have? He should have turned him heel. And well, I think win? one one of them had to. One of them had to turn. I I, I thought he was going to turn. I, I as I said, I thought Paige was going to win. I actually thought he was going to win, and I think he should have won. And as I said, I thought CM Punk should have. It should have continued the story more until all out. Where he, one year ago he debuted and win, wins the title a year later. But that's just me. But here we are. Uh, I give them a, I give them at a eight and a half out of ten. I thought it was a pretty good main event. Um, was it was it uh, Paige's best match in this run? No, but it it wasn't the worst either. So I thought. I thought he went. He had a good run, and I thought, I thought he probably deserved a little more time. But I'm assuming he's gonna probably be the first two-time champion, um, maybe as soon as next year. But we'll see. Um, I don't know what's next for MJ for um, for Hammond. We didn't see him last night, so does he slowly turn heel? Does he? What does he do at Forbidden Door? I'm a, I'm gonna guess maybe Jay White, but who knows? Yeah. What do you give the um, match? I'll give it a seven out of ten. Yeah, I I don't think it was the best match in the party. That was I think that was the uh, Anarchy match and uh, Thunder Rosa match. Mm. Overall, what do you think of the card? Overall, I, I want to say the best match of the card was that tag team match. Tag team title match. Yeah. I agree. I think, I, I think that was probably the second best match, but it was that was a very good match, too. Um Overall, I give this pay-per-view probably a 7 out of 10. I thought, as you said earlier, it went too long. I thought they could have cut cut it down to 10 matches and maybe uh, four hours long. Uh, if there was no NBA Game 7, I think they would have cut this down to four hours and, and it would have been maybe 10 matches. Yeah. Out of out of the last four pay per views, I would rank this number four. I don't so that's the way I out of the last four, this would be number four. This last year's all out. Well what's your overall rating for the show? I'm gonna give it a seven and a half. Seven two. Yep. Now let's get let's get um let's talk about this uh promo. Um 
What 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 do you think of the promo when you first saw uh, saw it? Did you watch it two times or I mean I watched I rewatched it. Oh. Yeah, I watched it a few times. And here's what I think think of it. And when you always get a chance to think about it. They worked very, very hard to recreate the CM Punk um, pipe bomb yep. 11 years ago. It, it was a mixture of all that whatsoever. And then, and I'll give it this. I'll give it to AEW. They didn't know no sort of so they didn't mention it whatsoever. They let the man cut, and then when he came with the commercial break, they didn't mention not one word about it. <laughs> nope. Did you know that CM Punk came to the ring during the commercial break? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yes, I did. Um, he, he, uh, I didn't know that at first until I listened to it on the podcast, but. Apparently he came down and uh ran NGL the uh, to the crowd, so Absolutely. Yeah. Which I think is leading leading up to a match, but as far as the promo, I thought it was great. Was it better than CM Punk? No. Right now I say no. It depends on how the story story plays out and how much of an impact that TK um, is involved in, which he has to respond, which he was mentioned a couple of times. Um, and it depends on how the ratings are after this too. Will, will they get uh, some rate? Will the ratings go up a little bit because of NGF? And will he disappear for a little bit? Will he be at Forbidden Door? We'll see. But I thought I thought it was a great promo, probably the best in the last five six years. Probably the best in CM Punk. Would you say that? Yeah. Um. I mean, good job. It got it got him over. Everybody loved it. It's, yeah. the, most, it's the most talking about person right now. Yeah, and it's still talked about, and. Let me play, let me see. I'll play one clip of, uh, of the uh, promo here. Now let's talk about you fans, huh? You people call yourself fans. You're not fans. You're uneducated marks. You sit there on your phones tweeting out your opinions like they're worth the damn. Let me explain something to you people. You don't know shit. Your opinions. I thought that was great. <laughs> he 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 um, bashed everybody, including the fans, which was great. Especially TK. He called him a fucking Mark, which he kind of is. I mean he. What in that promo was not the truth? Everything he said was probably the truth. That's how. That's why it was so great. It was a work suit promo. 
And we just don't know what's going to happen after this. Is he really going to leave in 2024? Do you, do you think, as of right now, he leaves? I don't know. Well, they're playing into they're playing into this thing a lot. If you go on the website, MJFN taking off the after roster uh, after after wrestling roster on the um, website. He's not listed on there. They did take him off of there. Yes, yeah, so, so they're they're really playing into this. This is really a massive work shoot. Some of it is work, some of it is shoot. And we may not see MJF for um, a month or so. For all we know, next week, um, Tony Khan announces he's suspended definitely. Um, this is kind of playing into what ha- what's happened in WWE with Sasha Banks and um, Naomi. Suspended and indefinitely so and now now they're taking it and running with their own story too so it's like huh i wonder what's going to happen next we speaking of that apparently sasha and um naomi haven't returned any of uh wwe's calls so there's that news and that story kind of ties into this because they're both you got three unhappy employees with two different companies especially Sasha and, and MJF Sasha's contract ends this year I think if I'm not mistaken from what I heard do you know when his her contract ends? I don't know when nobody else's contract ends I from what I heard is um sometime this year, so I don't know if Tasha resigns. I don't think she does. I think she leaves. And I only follows and we'll see what happens with that. MJF has still has eighteen months left. Anything can happen in eighteen months. For all we know he's he he signed a new contract, new deal with more money, um, but not years. Not, not exactly extension, but more money. And they're just playing this as, in the, into the storyline. Um, yeah. Um, over, overall, what do you think is going to happen with this? What do you think is going to happen? I don't know. Like I said before. I think you know, it was played off to a lot of the whole little pipe bomb, infinite pipe bomb back at CM Punk's pipe bomb. He even called himself the best in the world. He ends it with there. Yep. Where's that? I think I have that clip. Maybe this one. Level! No one! Everything I touch! turns to gold. There is nothing I can't do. Every time I come out here, I am not expected to hit home runs. I am expected to hit grand slams. And I do that shit. 
on a weekly basis. See, all the other boys, they get to settle for being great. I have to be perfect because I'm the 26-year-old who is constantly held under a microscope because I'm the only guy who is capable of tearing this company on my back as I have for months. It's funny, it's funny I hear booze, but I also hear clapping. That's interesting, that's interesting. Where were you guys, where were you guys this whole weekend when you were calling me an unprofessional piece of shit? I'm just curious. You're not the only problem, no, it's the boys in the back too. Cause the boys in the back all want my spot. Well guess what, you want my spot, you can have it. Cause I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. I thought it was epic, but as I said before, it's 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 top it up up there. But any final thoughts before we uh, head out for the night? I'm good. Yeah. Um, with a good show, good good talking, uh, some uh, current wrestling with you, kind of as always. Um. NFL Hard Hits should be back in probably two months or so. We'll be talking about the Eagles and uh, NFL. It's coming up fast. Yeah. Uh, training camps next month. Before you know it, season will be here. So we'll get that started again um, in our predictions and stuff. But if you ever want to talk uh, current wrestling again, uh, you can uh, come on here every once in a while. But, uh, yeah. But for the Everything Unscripted Podcast, uh, for an Unscripted Podcast, Unscripted Wrestling Show, um, I'm Cliff. I mean, I'm Eric, and this is Cliff. Uh, have a nice night. Have a nice night, guys. All right, later. Later. That money, so we can give it to all the new ex WWE guys. He keeps bringing in. Hey, hey boss, would you treat me better if I was an ex-WWE guy? See, maybe you don't get it, man. Here's the problem with you, boss. You got a position of power in a wrestling company when the only position you should be assuming is behind the guardrail with all of them. I don't want to wait till 2024, but you don't listen to me, so allow me to make it a little bit easier for you. Tony, I want you to fire me. Tony, don't tell me down, you piece of shit! Shut your mouth! Look at me, Tony. Look at me. I want you to fire me. You fucking mark! Fire me! Fire me!